Uh, Julia, can we have a uh, word prompt, please? Ooh, um, piano. 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 Okay. No time to think. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. That was one. That, piano is the instrument I wish I had learned as a kid. I learned to play piano. And do you, and you don't anymore, correct? I mean, I can still play it. Yeah. Okay. I, just I don't feel have like a piano, you, but... That's one of the instruments that if you learn how to play that, you instantly know how to play like anything else or just like a musical genius. Maybe. Hold on one second. Hey! Welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your hosts, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies as chosen by our guests. And this week, we watched Joe Para Talks With You. Had to move out of your own background to get the title of the show. Every, every time I kept talking about it this week, I kept saying Joe Para Talks To You, but it is with you. So no. do not get it twisted. You're a part of this. It's with you. Right. right. You're, you're a member of the conversation, I, I suppose. Yeah. Um, CJ, did you play any musical instruments? Trumpet, baby. Oh, that's right. And then, you know, guitar on the side every now and then. Sure. Right. And I, I own a keyboard as if that's going to make me magically learn how to play it. It's, is it, it's, is it just the, the, the little one that we both have? We, there's that one, the, the, <laughs> the like one foot long keyboard. I don't, no, I don't count that as a, as a no, no, no. I, okay. I do have another one. Um, but to tell you how much I use it is currently in storage. <laughs> so okay. It's like not even inside the apartment. It's off on like <laughs> the deck in this like storage unit. But I feel like that, like, you learn how to play that and you can transfer those skills so much. It's like that and drums, I feel like, are the key instruments to just like know how to do anything else. I mean, those are the two I'd learn how to play and that's the only thing I can play. So I don't know if that's necessarily true. Okay, you're the exception to the rule then. I, <laughs> I guess feel so. Like all my other friends that know how to play one of them and that I guess like pursued music or whatever are like insanely right. talented and they're just able to like pick up stuff. It probably is a good starting point. Um, just to get both rhythm and syncopation and then for, for the drums and then for piano. Yeah, I, I guess that's just a normal starting point for a lot of people for music. So then they can go anywhere after that. I don't know. It blows my mind that your hands are supposed to do two entirely different things, reading two scales at once. It's baffling to me. I think it's it's amazing. Anyone who is able to play the piano, I think, is insanely talented. You you have to learn young, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think that is the key. Yeah, I, I would not be. I I don't think I could just yeah sit myself down and try to. I'd get too frustrated. Right. My mom forced me to learn it when I was like seven or eight, and had the lady come over, and I wouldn't have practiced, and it was very anxiety inducing. But uh, yeah, that's that's the only uh, way I did it. That's the thing. I think if I were. If I had taken lessons as a kid, I probably would not have liked it. But now as an adult, I'm like, man, I wish I had taken lessons as a kid to learn how to play piano. Yeah, it's it's fun, I guess. I don't know. I, again, I don't have a keyboard. I play at my parents' house whenever I go visit sometimes. Uh, and I play like the two songs I remember. Let's, and the two are Chopsticks and... <laughs> Furious and the Peanuts theme song. Oh, that's uh, actually awesome. That one's fun. I like that one. <laughs> Let's uh, let's see what our guest musical history is, huh? Yeah, we have a uh, returning guest this week, Julia Sullivan. Welcome back. Hi, Hi guys. Hello. Thanks for having me back. So excited to, to talk to you about my uh, musical history. Um, <laughs> which is? Um, which is, you know, can I really relate to you talking about 
the anxiety of having a piano teacher. I <laughs> did take lessons as a child. Um, and mm. my piano teacher insisted that um, you do a concert, like you have to participate in a concert. And I was like, oh, absolutely God. not. And I was like, can I just take the lessons and like not perform? And she was like, yeah. no. <laughs> so <laughs> what the no lessons, put the kibosh on that. Um, but I can play the Rugrats theme song. So we'll do, we'll do a concert someday and we'll do just the Peanuts by Ken and the Rugrats by me. <laughs> nice. That's awesome too. Those are two great songs to know so how to like, play. It's like just ding, ding, three ding, ding, keys. It's embarrassingly bad. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's pretty much all. I do have a guitar actually here. I took a few guitar lessons, but I was too old, I think, by then. I think you were right on with the gotta start young. Otherwise, it. But I didn't know, CJ, that it helps like translate to other instruments if you know the piano i mean i just think it's like (laughs) yeah yeah i don't don't know if i fully agree either i'm probably wrong but i I just feel like you you have to know so much about it to play piano like Mm -hmm. you're able to read the treble clef and the bass clef and like read music so well and your brain is doing two things at once that generally then when people try to learn a new instrument it takes them a bit to get used to it. And then they're just like, Oh, got it. Like, yeah. Oh, this makes an A and I know how to read music. And so done. Yeah. That that does make sense. I, I guess knowing both clefts of, of re- being able to read music. Yeah. Probably translates well to threw, other instruments. Yeah. As soon as he threw clefts around, I was like, I'm on board. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> like, <laughs> I did play piano. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't true. lying. I, true. I, uh, I took trumpet lessons uh, for a bit. And in, I think it was in middle school where I would like the, the teacher would come to the middle school. Cause there was a bunch of students that would take it. And so you just kind of like stuck around after school. And I remember it being this guy who had a habit of you're so you're sitting in this tiny little practice room with him. He had a, a, uh, a larger belly, let's say. And when he was in relaxed position, he would just set the trumpet on top of his belly wow. and just like rest it on top of there on this little ledge. Nice. And that was middle school CJ that could only focus on that. Oh my God. The CJ. Is, a- is that why you stopped? You just saw like a glimpse into your future. <laughs> I, was too, and- I was too distracted. The whole yeah. Time. yeah. CJ is a fat phobic band geek is what I got. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yikes. Trying not to giggle to That's myself. Wild, yeah, so funny. Oh man, good times in middle school. <laughs> well, this this kind of wholesome conversation is the kind of thing you would find on uh, Joe Para talks with wow. you. Wow, agreed. What a transition. In fact, there is a band teacher on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So we'll talk about that and more coming up on the Over Talking Podcast. That was a good. That was a good transition. <laughs> that was. I'm proud of that one. Hello, this is Joe Para. I figured I'd let you know about a new program I made called Joe Parrot Talks With You. What is it about? Lots of stuff. Each of the nine episodes has their own specific subject matter. For example, episode four, Joe Parrot shows you how to dance. Or episode two, Joe Parrot takes you to breakfast. Hi, guys. Hi, Joe. Oh, yeah. The show also features my friends Gene. That was freaking cool, Joe! Lulu. Hey, Joe. Please don't come over here. Mike and Sue Melski. This is seriously one of the top 10 best kitchens I've ever been in my life. And more people, too. Do it, screw it, 
I hope you will consider watching. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast, and we're going to be talking about Joe Parra Talks with you with returning guest Julia Sullivan, but CJ... I think you wanted to follow up on uh, New Year's resolutions, right? That's right. We're asking all of our January guests what your New Year's resolutions are. Do you have any, Julia? Well, you think I have a better answer to this since you told me in advance that you would ask me, but I don't. Um, first of all, I want to start off by saying I'm not really a New Year's resolutions person because I think they set people up for failure to like feel bad about themselves. And secondly, yeah. I think they're often tied to things like weight loss or whatever and just like perpetuates these things that like being thinner is better or like being a certain way is better the way that you are so I don't like that aspect of them I'll get off my soapbox now but um I do have like some goals I think for the year and you know it's good to think about those so um I think my main goal for the year is just to like have as much fun as I possibly can which like sounds kind of cheesy but like after coming off of this year I'm just like trying to find as much enjoyment as I can out of things which also means like cutting things out that do not bring me enjoyment so I'm trying to be more like just open to anything year of yes for Julia um (laughs) that that kind of stuff so I'm I'm trying to come in with a you know, cautiously optimistic attitude about 2021, but um, just trying to have fun, you guys. That's a that's a good New Year's resolution. Yeah. And that's one that's achievable because you just need to have fun once and then right. you can save points of that for the rest of the year. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like that. No, those are great and couldn't agree more about, about resolutions, usually setting people up for failure. A- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But not in my case uh, yeah. <laughs> because I, I did say I was going to, you know, get back on on the running and the working out and i i am proud to say i am already halfway to my 500,000 mile uh goal that's amazing yeah wait are uh, you joking <laughs> no i, I hey. am definitely there uh, as you can see uh, we're we're currently on a zoom call <laughs> or recording but i am busting out of my hoodie Mm-hmm. Uh, with just how swole I am. Um, it's becoming almost a problem. Nice. <laughs> I, uh, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll figure out a good balance eventually. But yeah, CJ, how's how's yours going? Yeah, I, I generally think resolutions are bad. That being said, I have about like 63 new ones I'd like to share. share. Oh, great. I've, great. I've got kind of a list prepared. Um, speaking of like working out, uh, I thought I'd, I'd be a little more specific, not just like, oh, exercise more. Like I want to set like achievable goals, like you said. So I'm, I'm going to do more sit-ups, I'm going to do more push-ups, and I'm going to do more sit-downs. <laughs> Great. Nice. Love that. Because I feel, I figured I'd be tired from the, all the push-ups that I need to sit down. Yeah. And, and yeah. I like that. How many reps of sit-downs are you going to do? Uh, usually like three sets of 12 is the standard, <laughs> I think. Is that like a program, CJ? Like a P90X or? Yeah, I kind of put my own spin on it though. Yeah, yeah. My brother got the Chris Hemsworth um, <laughs> workout package, which comes with meals, which my mom was offended. Oh. She lives here and she's like, I cook. <laughs> you don't need meals to be delivered to the house from Chris Hemsworth. But, you know, six That's months cool. worth of uh, I did, meals. did not know that existed. I, I heard yeah. that existed, but I didn't know it came with f- food. That's kind of cool. It's like Blue, Blue Apron, but also working out. I don't know. I know. Crazy. Speaking of speaking of meals, that was also that's I'm I'm trying to eat a little better too. That was one of my mm-hmm. resolutions. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat more veggies. 
I'm gonna eat less meat and I'm gonna and I wanna meat less reggies. Wow. Okay. And on average, how many reggies do you currently meet? Just uh, so we, we have a baseline. I'd say like a handful per week. So it seems pretty obtainable okay. to just to avoid them. Go go from a full handful to maybe like a fistful. Yeah, exactly. Fistful of reggies. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And also, I'll probably finally open that restaurant I want to open sure. this year. Oh, good. This is the year to do it. Because, you know, restaurants right now are just booming with business. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I, I think mean, now's the time to jump on that. You're exclusively indoor dining restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it's, think it's a perfect uh, time. And and nobody is allowed to steal this. The, this is patent pending. It's called uh, Food at a Place. Wow. You know, so you're talking to your friend. Usually when you ask them, like, oh, you want to go eat somewhere? How about just like, oh, you want to go get food at a place? Are you serving the chicken tenders and waffle fries from IO? Because I know people are looking for that <laughs> void to be filled. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, good. Rest in peace, comedy. Comedy's canceled. Oh, obviously it's canceled. Yeah, yeah. sorry to bring it up. A touchy subject. Um, but people want those waffle fries, man. I, I do miss those. Good. Can't wait to support via Grubhub or my uh, <laughs> food service of choice once you once you open up. I'll be sure to like. I'll send you a coupon code for Grubhub that you can use. Oh, thank you so much. That'd be great. five dollars off your first order. Yeah, <laughs> the, the one that's like not applicable if you've ever used Grubhub before. Yeah, that's, right. the, best. that's the best one. Yeah, they try to sneak it sneak it in there, get yeah. your attention. Oh, that's actually a pretty good deal. Oh, I've already, I've already I've already used it. Once. Oh, right. I've already used all of my email addresses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ken, you got a list of burner emails to use for coupon codes? I have, I have like one or two extras that I do keep around for that kind of stuff. But Wait, I learned this through, I do through work. Someone told me like, if you have a Gmail, if you just do like the first, like my email, I'm not going to say my actual email, but it's like, say it was like Jay Sullivan, you can do plus and then any kind of number at Gmail and it registers as a new email address. So you get the emails to your email you monitor, but it's, you can get like a oh. free trial like over and over again if you just change the security status. expert CJ. Is that true? That's I, I knew there was something where, yeah, you can kind of add on to them. Oh, no, I know they recognize I think that they recognize period as like a new email address. But I think you're right in that like, I don't I know. Don't know. Google yeah, I heard the period that if you add a period, it yeah, it registers as a new one, but it is still sent to the same account. Yeah, someone showed me at work, and I'll probably be put on an FBI watch list or something for like putting that out in the ether. But Spreading that around, yeah. Yeah, everyone, get your HBO free Max free trial while you can. <laughs> like, nice, expensive. Definitely, have done that during the pandemic. Signed up for Showtime and canceled it right after we watched the movie. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Was that all your resolution, CJ? Or you have more? Oh, I had one around like, so we've got, you know, I'm trying to knock out the big categories like fitness and right. eating healthy. And then I think like a big one for people is sort of just like organization, get, mm-hmm. getting your, your things together. Um, so what do I have here? Let's see here. Um, I've got write down New Year's resolutions. Oh, okay. So I can, I'll check that off the list. And then I have check off accomplished resolutions. Oh, okay. So I can, oh I can check that off the list as well. Wow blown through these yeah so i'm already on a good on a good spot on a roll but just wow. yeah keep at this pace you're, you're taking the uh the advice from last episode of start making your bed every morning that's and right applying it to checklists yeah I, I like it okay off on a good foot is is are those all your uh your new year's resolutions 
Uh, there's probably more, but we can we can move on. Okay, cool. Well, I think we should probably talk about Joe Parra Talks with you. Uh, Juliet, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never seen or heard of the show what it is all about. Are you ready? Uh, sure. <laughs> Go! Okay, Joe Parra Talks with you um, is based on a man named Joe Parra. He's a choir teacher in the Upper Peninsula. Um, he's a very wholesome Mr. Rogers type. Uh, he talks kind of directly to camera. These are 11 minute episodes about like very mundane things like going to the grocery store. Um, But they're very funny and cute and wholesome. And they're weirdly on Adult Swim. You should watch them. Three, two. They're they're cute and funny. Hilarity ensues. Hilarity ensues. Yes. I don't know if hilarity ensues, but they they are. (laughs) 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 To to be fair. uh... A stretch. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so we're we're off on differing opinions. I get it. Okay. Yeah. So, I, sorry. Go ahead, CJ. <laughs> well, so so Julia, why why did you choose this show? Again, another question that I was given in advance, and I <laughs> don't have a good answer. I think mostly because I waited so long to tell you what I wanted to watch, and I was like, "This is eleven minutes. They can probably squeeze that in, <laughs> in the next forty eight hours." So, um, I think that's why, and also like. I watched these kind of early on in the pandemic and I felt like no one was talking about the show at all. And so I think CJ, I had seen that you follow Joe Pera on Instagram as I also do. And so I was like, Oh, he might be familiar with it. And um, I just wanted to hear what you guys thought. Like it's very much not for everyone. Um, yeah. I'll say that up top. There's a lot of like very awkward and like cringy moment, like kind of curb esque moments that are just kind of hard to sit through for some people that I have talked to about it. Um, Yeah, but it's fun. I mean, there's a lot of Chicago um, improvisers in the show, which is like very fun to see them um, because we can't see them on stage right now. Uh, So that's interesting. I don't know. It's just I, anyone that's making original content right now, like I tip my hat to you because I'm, if I see one more remake, I'm going to blow my brains out. So um, Yeah, I kind of just wanted to hear what you guys thought of it and wanted to talk about it. I I think I might go first just because I I'm yeah. feeling we already know what CJ's is going to be. But I have so much to say. Yeah, wait, can't wait. Can't so wait. I had never even heard of this uh, before you you brought it up, and apparently it's on HBO Max now, which is weird for an Adult Swim show and in general. Trial, but you guys, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah, Meg, Meg and I sat down. We. Uh, Per CJ's suggestion, I also watched the pilot in addition to the uh, episode that you suggested, which was Joe Perra reads the church announcements. Uh, pilot episode was about rocks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Was uh, not funny. <laughs> was was not funny. Uh, and uh, both Meg and I were questioning whether or not this was indeed a comedy. Uh, however, I did appreciate the eleven minute runtime. Uh, that was that was great but then then we watched the church announcements one and again started out not funny but then i started getting feels and i'm not sure if it's because of the content or if it's just because i like baba o'reilly but i was getting feels and then i was literally cracking up at the ending so i don't know yes i'm not sure what happened uh there that's about all i can say about it (laughs) i don't know i i liked it i guess that's good to hear that it, it may have taken you to the end of the episode, but right. we cracked you. <laughs> we right. got you to laugh. 
<laughs> I have a lot to share about this show. I uh, I got to see Joe Para do stand up at the Hideout when they were going on like a comedy tour to promote the show. <laughs> I was super bummed that Joe Firestone, who plays the band teacher in the show, kind of the love interest, was not part of uh, the Chicago date because um, she's one of my favorite comedians and just persons in general. Also, Ken, I know I'm jumping ahead to trivia, but I have a fun fact that both Julie and I share that Father Andrew in the church announcements episodes was one of our teachers at I.O. Oh, shoot. That's I got to get rid of that one, though. <laughs> you knew uh, that we took no, I'm sorry. I did not know that. That's kind of cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. Mr. Noah Gregolopoulos. Ah. Yes. Shout out to Noah. He could not pick me out of a lineup if his life was <laughs> um Feel the same way. Nice to see him. Yes, love love seeing comedy Chicago comedy people uh, on the screen. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, CJ. No, you. that's that could be an entire I think episode of just uh, discussing his teaching styles and and whatnot. Oh, but yeah, we won't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> no, we'll spare the people, the listeners of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I um I will say like. Joe Para in person too is is still just the same. Like he is yes. the character, and it's huh. it's incredible. His um, because he's from Minnesota, I think, or from the UP or something. I'm pretty sure his parents were in the audience at the hideout, which was super cool because it's already like a tiny show. Um, my favorite part though is when he starts to like break and tries to like catch himself from laughing where he has to like turn away to from the audience to try to like not laugh in front of people to keep this sort of straight faced deadpan demeanor. <laughs> um, highly recommend checking out his Colbert interview. You can find like the extended one on YouTube because it is, it is, it's interesting, I guess is the word to use Colbert as the TV host. He obviously needs to make the conversation lively and it's for TV and you know, TV isn't good with like dead air or silences, but that's kind of Joe Paris style is right. like kind of just sitting in stuff. So he, you know, Joe Para is being Joe Para and then like says something and you kind of like, I think the silence afterwards is kind of what makes it funny to, or like helps it. But Colbert has to kind of like try to move it along and like get a reaction out of Joe or get him to really show any emotion whatsoever. But yeah, was I highly this, recommend checking that out. Was this Colbert report report? Uh, Colbert? No, this was the late show. Okay. Yeah. Which I was surprised that he got to come on the late show to promote a 11 minute long adult swim show. Yeah. But Colbert seemed genuinely like a huge fan of the show. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I read an article because um, that's how I form my opinions on things is reading um, Same. Vulture and Vox articles. But um, <laughs> they uh, someone described it as like a Kaufman-esque performance, which I hmm. think is very interesting. Like, I don't think that really holds up because I don't know. I have lots of thoughts on it, but I was like, oh, I kind of appreciate that that's he, you know, like you were saying, CJ, the commitment to the character. I don't know if it's quite Andy Kaufman territory, but it's definitely right. like you don't see it very often now. So I really appreciated that. And um, I'll give my I can give my thoughts kind of um, besides that, the Kaufman thing. Um, very fun to see Connor O'Malley in a role where he's not like frothing at the mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, just screaming so, at people. He terrifies me. Um, his Twitter videos. So I'm yes. very glad to see him in like a more. Who is he? He's the mechanic. 
the like next door neighbor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he, um, and also this is like a weird, this is weird, like backstory info. Um, but I, and then in one of the articles I read, they were talking about how like, so Connor O'Malley, who is like one of the, I would say one of like the leads of the show, he's in most episodes, um, yeah. and it produces it, et cetera. He was like a, uh, a writer for late night with Seth Meyers. And I guess Joe, the guy who plays Gene, like, like the black guy, the neighbor is a cameraman for he's late. Night cameraman. With Seth yeah. Meyers. Huh. He's not an, I'm just like, this show is so bizarre in so many ways. Yeah. And it's just like. I don't know. I don't really know how I feel about it. I enjoy it. Some episodes cannot get through the rocks episode being one of them. Um, <laughs> but I think, and also they like really pick up steam in the second season. Like they really have like some more story arc and like more emotional depth to some of the characters. Cause you, they're fleshed out more and you know them better. So I don't know. I would love to, yeah. People's thoughts. Let us know what you think. I don't. I don't know. Is this the future of comedy? Eleven minute videos, like R.I.P. Quibi, but maybe we can make it longer <laughs> than one minute. But um, I don't can, know. Can I ask why did you choose this specific episode? I chose this because. Um, so anytime something is set in a Catholic church, I'm like, this is for me. Like I was raised <laughs> Catholic, so I'm like, these jokes are for me, um, which they are. And so I think there's just like nuances that you appreciate um, if that's your background. And then also I just like the purity of the feeling of hearing a song and like wanting to share it with everyone. Like it's the dichotomy of Joe being like a 65 year old man and also like a child at the same time is just like, so I don't know. It's very endearing and just wholesome. And I, there's so many like jokes layered in that show. Like the fact that he has all the radio stations like memorized, you know, yeah. the phone numbers, like he never looks them up. He has a computer right there. Does it have internet access? We don't know. It's like, yeah. what decade is this? Like, <laughs> I just think it's, I just really, it put a smile on my face to watch this person just like lose their shit over. Yeah. They're just like, he's just throwing like tissues. Or, like yeah. what he's doing to celebrate is so bizarre. I'm just yeah. like, Oh, I, I love it. And he wants everyone to, to know about it. And then he like, can't sleep. He's so excited about it. And like tries Starbucks for the first time. It's just like, what are we watching? It's so unlike my own life that I'm just like, this is so wholesome and fun to watch. Yeah, I I crack up at the part where yeah he's like jumping from couch to couch and yeah just picks up a Kleenex box and is ripping tissues yeah. out as a form of like excitement. Oh man, that that gets me. Uh, if you couldn't tell already, I am a huge fan of this episode specifically. This is probably my like fourth or fifth time watching it. I think that's good. I mean, I'm glad. Yeah, I there were a couple other ones that I like thought of picking, but this one I just felt like this was the one that I watched in the first season it was like, Oh, okay. Maybe I'll like stick this out. What are some of the other good episodes? Cause I I'm intrigued enough to, and they're short enough where I, yeah. I may actually watch a couple more. So what are some other good ones? I think like, like what Julia was saying, you can probably, if you're really not feeling it. You could just like skip to the second season and okay. give that a try because it, it, there is, yeah. Like he does interact with more people and it's, it's not just like, I think the rocks episode is almost just him like for 90% of the time. But so yeah, he, he yeah. does interact with them. The Connor O'Malley character is great anytime. Yeah. His neighbors like are involved and he loses his mind. Cause that's Connor O'Malley. 
That's what he does is yell and stuff. Huh. Yeah, Ken, homework for you. Go go check out Connor O'Malley on Twitter because okay. you will it is quite a contrast to him in the show and like yeah. Okay. And he's uh he's married to AD Bryant. Are they yeah. married? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, you can I think you'll see it and immediately be terrified and be like, mm-hmm. I get it. Like yeah. <laughs> really I, I'll probably just watch one second, but yeah. uh yeah. Um, but I really like I like the grocery um store episode. I think these are in season two. And I also like mm-hmm. the um there's like a fashion episode where like he goes to Milwaukee and like Gary Richardson is in that one, and that one's like a, that's like a two parter. I might I almost picked that one because I was like, oh, this is more like a show, more of a traditional like show episode because it's longer. But um, yeah, I if you if you're bored and you have the time, I mean, why not? Watch? Sure. I think I think too now that you've you've sort of like get it, like have seen uh, you right. get what the show can be or something like. I maybe that'll help, and I would hope that you will enjoy it a little more now that you get that like that's his shtick kind of thing is to just be like a wholesome, deadpan, nice guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for future reference, CJ suggesting people watch the pilot is not the no, right episode. I, <laughs> I, I figured it would like it would help. Yeah, you you would get the sense of him being this wholesome guy, and then that makes the church announcements episode I think even more funny. Because then you see yeah. him like, oh, this wholesome guy, this is what happens to this man when he gets excited as he like rips out tissue out of a Kleenex box. That's true. Yeah. No, definitely having watched at least something before that episode did, did help for sure. But okay, yeah, well, I was record, I was dying. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say for the record, I don't endorse the pilot episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um <laughs> But yeah, at, at, at the end of the episode, he gets in his car to like drive away. He just keeps like running into snowbanks and he's like, oh, shoot, shoot, oh, shoot. I don't know. That that really got me. I don't know why. That's, but... that's like a perfect cap on the episode. Like, yeah. I already am loving this. And then they end it with that. And it's, uh, it's great. Also, yeah. Cindy, you said you're a big The Who fan. That surprises me. I don't know why. Hmm. Yes, I well, yeah, I grew up listening to like oldies and classic rock. Uh, I own a The Who flag. I've seen them wow. live two, two or three times, and I think at some point in my life, after seeing them live, I said I could die happy now. I'm pretty sure that I said that. I remember you saying that. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy to me. I've I've read both Roger Daltrey and Pete Townshend's uh, autobiographies or memoirs or whatever. Oh my god. I'm, I'm fully invested. You're yeah. a huge fan. You're yeah, like yes, what's the equivalent of a deadhead, but for the who, like yeah. <laughs> you are, you're going to follow them around. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they're not touring anymore, but whoa, that's wild. This, the Bob O'Reilly song is off the album. Who's next, which features a picture of a giant rock that they've all pissed on. That's the cover wow. art. Oh, wow. That's what the, the watermarks are on that big rock is they all just have urinated on it. Fascinating. I'm learning more about you all the time, but who am I to judge? Like I have, Terrible. The who are you to judge? Well, um, by the way, to, yeah, there you go. There you go. To uh, to keep learning some more stuff, why don't we play some trivia with? Uh... Hey, did you know that? That's right. For for new listeners, the trivia portion of our show where we pit our guests and CJ head to head to see who knows the most about what we watched. Julia, CJ, are you two ready? Ready. Yes. So yeah. Okay. Cool. I couldn't find out a lot of stuff about this, so this is going to be quick. I've got so, another fun fact I can share at the end of it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> All right. Uh, first question. This is multiple choice. Why did Joe choose to shoot the show in Michigan? 
Was it because A, he previously shot there for a Christmas special? B, he grew up there? C, Adult Swim was based in Michigan? Or D, he threw a dart at a map and chose that place? I, w- I would hope there's a little more thought into it than just winging a dart at a map. Yeah. I'll say he grew up there. Okay. I'm going to say he did a Christmas special there. Julia gets the point. Yep. He did He did a uh, Joe, Perry, Joe Perra finds a Christmas tree or something. I don't know. With you. They, they, did two, they did two specials before this show on Adult Swim. One's like Joe Perra talks you to sleep. And right. uh, the other one's the Christmas one. Um but yeah, he he grew up in New York. He's in New York. New York oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that all makes right. sense then. Why he knows like Joe Firestone and all those people. All right. Next question. Joe Para played a role on the Chris Gethard show. What was his character called? And this is also multiple choice. Was it A. Shit Stirrer, B. Stutterson McGee, C. Zero Fucks Boyd, <laughs> or D. Joseph Para. It's D for sure, just him. Is it? I'm gonna say zero fucks boy just for fun. Zero <laughs> two for two. That's right. Oh, no, <laughs> um, no, it's not. Yeah, it is. You're just giving that to me. Whoa. No. I have to go look that up then after Zero that. Fucks Boyd. What? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know he would like break Whoa. character ever. Wow, I was really going to give you you credit for that, Ken. I thought you made that up. I was like, that's funny as hell. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, wow. I'm really good at this game. <laughs> that should have been my New Year's resolution. to Crush at trivia. Crush at trivia. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it. All right. Uh, next and probably final question. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in percentage? Closest without going over for new listeners is the critic score in Rotten Tomatoes for the entire Joe Parra Talks With You series. Julia, since you are in the lead, you have to go first to make okay. it a little easier on CJ. Thank sure. you. I'm going to say 83%. Okay. I'll go 84 Yeah, CJ gets the point. <laughs> it's 100% my Rotten yes! Tomatoes. What? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised yes. as well. See, this is my this is why I wanted to talk about the show because I just don't I don't understand it. Like there's <laughs> so many things, like there's so many comedy things that like people that I really like respect, love, or even make, and I'm like, I don't get it. And I'm like, is that because I'm dumb? Like, do I have a bad sense of humor? Like, what's happening? But people like it's this is like a critically acclaimed show. The Google like Google reviews for this show are like five out of five too. I'm just like, no one has a bad thing to say about this show. Like, not that they should, like, I don't want to hurt Joe Perra's feelings, of course, but like, oh my God. And and, like, even people like any good show, what's the best, what's the best show or movie ever? I don't know. But people have bad things to say about it. Yeah. Even best shows aren't getting a hundred percent on our tomatoes. Right. Whatever. <laughs> Happy for him. Happy yes. for all of them. Love That's that. That's amazing. Uh, and, and just for fun, what, what do you think the audience score is in percentage on Rotten Tomatoes? 100%. Yeah, also 100 then, right? That's, that's true, yeah. Ah, <laughs> whoa. Wow, that's really the dream, is for you to make something and have people like 100% of the people who watched loved it. Like, yeah. That's awesome. What? Good for him. Good for, for you, sure. Happy for you. Yeah, I hope they make more. Rogers. Yeah. I, I think hope. I think they're going to. Good. But uh Julie, I think that makes you our winner. Yeah. Woo-hoo. 
Speaking Pain of the, the who. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Well, I, I think it's uh, also time for ratings. Ratings. Ratings, Julie. On a scale of one to 10, what would you rate Joe Parra Talks with you for you? Well, I guess I'm going to be the first person in the history of the world to do this, but I'm going to go eight out of 10, I think. Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I just lowered their. You better not go on Rotten Tomatoes. No. Yeah. <laughs> What's. Yeah, what what are some bad things you can say about it to set the the record straight for yeah, these critics? That's going to be the next. Like, I'm going to be canceled on Twitter or something. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I just think like some of the episodes just don't hit for me. Like we were talking about earlier, I'm just like I don't, and I don't get it. I think it's just me being dumb. I'm sorry, Joe. I I think I just can't sit through. There's the rocks. There's another one that's like some kind of civil war history or something that I just don't get and I don't mm-hmm. get it but I love some of the episodes I think they're very cute and fun 8 out of 10 sorry that's fair that's still <laughs> yeah. a good rating that's fine yeah I'm Can gonna go, you go next. I'm gonna go lower so that's that's cool <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> Why don't you go uh, I, I need to watch more obviously I've only seen two episodes I did like the 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 church announcements one but the if I'm gonna average out the two episodes I saw <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go like a I don't know, like a seven, I guess. I, I also okay. don't don't cool. really get it. Um, still, that's still pretty good. That, that's about all I can say. It's it's interesting. I, I work with someone who kind of is Joe Para, which is interesting. Um, so I don't know if that means anything, but yeah, it's uh, it, part of it was funny. Part of it was funny. <laughs> that that's, was higher than I, I expected got. it to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was higher than I expected. CJ, what do you got? For me, this is a 10. What? This show, I think, was made for me personally. That episode specifically was like, we're writing an episode for this guy, CJ. If this is for just him specifically. I love love that. (laughs) Yeah. I Like I said, I've rewatched this episode so many times. Uh, Shout out to my brother, Eric. I'm pretty sure he was the one to tell me about this show. And he specifically told me to watch like this episode too. And so like... Yeah, I think I think I I think I suggested that to you, Ken, because I want to say that was also suggested to me of like watch one episode before you watch this one just to get a feel for like how he is normally, so that you have something to like compare it to. Okay. And then yeah, and then I went to that that show at the hideout was with my brother, and uh, it was it was so good. The other fun fact I had was the radio DJ that was the writer of the episode, Dan Dan Lakata, yes. who's, who's oh. a, He's a he's a good Twitter follow as well. He's a funny okay. guy. Cool. Yeah. Well, CJ, is it fair to say that Joe Perry's the church announcements is your Bob O'Reilly? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Wow. It one hundred percent is. And I'm also thinking, Julia, you and I have the same sense of humor. I'm learning I from know, this. I know. Who would everything thought? you bring on? I'm like, yes, absolutely. This is the best. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I'm, I really, really struggled with what to bring on. I it's tough. It's tough. I wanna I wanna impress I made the top ten list. I've you been did. on one like one time and I was on the top ten. So I had to I had to bring it. And I think yeah. I secured my place on the top ten for twenty twenty one. Absolutely, yes. I'm gonna throw that out. Um to to tilt the scales, you should have probably rated this a ten to uh to ensure <laughs> to really that secure, it. yeah. Yeah probably talk myself there but that's okay i was honest i <laughs> people can call me a lot of things but i'm always honest <laughs> yeah well you nailed it right. cool well i'm glad i'm glad um i picked that because 
that was um, helpful to process my thoughts and feelings about the show because I no one like people had not seen it. Also, yeah. Cody, friend of the pod, did not like so. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just was like, "Where is the person to talk to about this?" And turns out it was CJ. So I'm I'm glad that that worked out. <laughs> yes, it's great. Oh yeah, I'll um I'll let you know my thoughts on season three whenever that uh drops. I was supposed to see. Oh, what I was gonna say is Joe was supposed to come to the hideout again, like in April or something, and I had bought a ticket and um, oh, it got canceled. So um, maybe I would have felt differently if I'd seen him live. But um, yeah, still an interesting show. People should watch. Yes. All the Chicago improvisers in it. Oh, the Bachelor Party one I really like also. I wanted to okay. plug that one. CJ, do you know which episode I'm talking about? That one's not ringing a bell. I haven't watched it in a while, though. It's a good one. Anyways, yeah, very fun. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug at the end here? <sighs> no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. Easy enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can follow us on all the things that over talking about email us at over talking about at gmail.com call our texas at usa cat one five nine one or go to our website over talking about dot party oh no they're here the over talking overlords our guests all the worldly landlords have arrived they're here to remind me to remind you if you like the show please go on itunes and rate in a special review reviews are what help people find this podcast also we spend no money in advertising so if you like the show please tell a friend and spread the word we'd really appreciate it thank you Low wow. breath, baby. Yeah. It's all that running you're doing. That's right. My <laughs> lungs have expanded almost outside of my rib cage at this point. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, that's what that protruding is. I see it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is kind of upsetting looking. It really is. Yeah. Camera off. <laughs> and as we always say, this is an igneous rock. <laughs> right? From a different episode. Uh, Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest this week was Julia Sullivan. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.